Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And thank you for listening to Radio Italia Uno. It's my pleasure to be here every Monday from 2 till 3 on Radio Italia Uno. And then thanks to Ron and Karen from Podcast City. It's podcasted around the world and it's fantastic. This year, we're going to over 50 countries. So again, thank you so much to everybody that shares our program. Thank you to everybody that listens to the program here in Adelaide, around Australia and around the world. It's my pleasure to bring you these special guests every week. And, you know, uh, so many messages that I get say, oh, look, we look forward to it. We share it. There is groups of people that listen to it together or listen to it and then discuss what they've learned from it. It's like, it's such an honor to get your emails. Uh, And honestly, I'm humbled by it because it's nothing to do with me in the sense that it's not me, it's my guests. Like last week we were uh, recording something and we were recording from four different countries around the world. And sometimes we had trouble getting through, you know, it, it, this evening we'll be, we'll be going through to Tasmania and we also have problems, you know, even in country towns in, in Australia, we have sometimes problems with communications. So we were talking to people in Nairobi, uh, in the Cameroons, in Sudan, and, uh, you know, just in Malaysia as well. And we still had technical glitches. And then, of course, we take it for granted now that we don't have dial-up anymore. We take it for granted. We can just go on the phone and say, do this, do that, turn it on and click. But, you know, in other countries, it still costs them a lot of money just to have a video or just to put that internet on. So, you know, I really thank everybody that participates and everybody who shares, you know, and shares their knowledge. And I think that's what this is really all about. And this evening, I'm really lucky to have a special lady on and her name is Debbie Parry. Debbie Parry is a country singer from Tasmania and for the benefit of all the people around the world, uh, Australia is a map of Australia and right down the bottom right-hand corner of Australia when you look, there's a little island which is like a little heart-shaped island. That's exactly where Debbie Parry comes from. So Debbie, you're on the line now. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Pete. How are you going? Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. And No, my pleasure. Yeah, look, I know that it's uh, we, we tried to get a, a Zoom call or a Skype call or, you know, face-to-face and, and uh, it didn't happen or it's not happening. No, it didn't. And it wasn't much <laughs> luck with that. But anyway, we're talking. That's, that's the main thing, well, that's, so that's great. Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you for coming on. Now, Debbie, you know, you, there's so many things I want to ask, but let's start with this. Yeah. Let's start with this. You, you tell us about what you're doing now. I think that's probably the best thing. So, what are you doing now? What do you do with yourself now? What am I doing now? Well, I'm 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 living in a, a in a beautiful little country town called Ross in Tasmania, mm-hmm. and musically, I've I've uh, got a little country type bluegrass band that consists of my daughter mm-hmm. Anita, 
and we've got a very talented pedal steel player and guitarist, Michael Wilson, and now and again my son Luke Perry joins in with us as well. But we go around under the name of Wild Rose and just do lots of shows and festivals and, uh, you know, yeah. Excellent. Uh, currently work, working on a new album at the moment. So, yeah, it's all happening. Now, now talking about albums, I was surprised to hear how many albums you've actually recorded. So <laughs> how many have you actually recorded? We're working on the number 38 at the moment. 48 albums. No, that's not just yeah. that's not singles or, you know, songs. That's 48 no, that's, albums. That's pretty much albums, yeah. So That's I, a I, lot I of songs. Yeah, it is a lot of songs. I mean, started recording in 1981. That was my, my very first album, which I recorded in Victoria with a Bullet label. Um, mm-hmm. And... I'm not sure. Some people out there would have heard of the Howie Brothers, which back then were known as 1901, mm-hmm. a very popular Victorian band. And they come to Tassie and, and done a bit of a tour of Tassie. And I just happened to be in the audience of one of the shows that they come over here. And um, someone said, oh, get Debbie Perry up. She sings. And anyway, they got me up to do a guest spot. And the rest is history. We've become very good friends. They come over again six months later and ask, could they produce an album and get me to come over to record with them. So Fantastic. it was, uh, yeah, it was a, it was the start probably to, yeah, it was great. Yeah, now so, the, the point is, Debbie, you actually write a lot of the songs that you record, don't you? I do write a lot of songs. I mean, I record a lot of cover songs as well, of course, yes. but I, I write, write a heck of a lot of songs. I've wrote just on about 2,300, probably more now. And been writing since I was 12, but yeah, write a lot of songs. I mean, can go, I can go a couple of months and not write anything or I can go a month and write five or six songs a day. It just depends what inspires me, what the mood is, I suppose, and, yeah. Well, that's real inspiration. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I mean, it's interesting because some people, you know, can't even write a poem, you know, (laughs) and like me, (laughs) you know, I I just don't have that talent, you know, to write a poem, but yet I can do a lot of other things that people say, wow, how'd you do that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's interesting. No, look, I, I... I think writing poetry was what I did best at school yep. and I loved it. And I think, you know, it, it ended up being a couple of poems. I think I put a tune to them, made them into a song. I thought, oh, I can do this. Yeah. So basically, really, I suppose that's what songs are, aren't they? They're really a piece of poetry and you just add the music. So, yeah. 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 Well, it's interesting um, because, you know, some singers that only write the words and others only write the music, you know, and some say, that's exactly, yeah. here's the music. I want some words to this music. <laughs> Yeah, so, exactly. You know, and yeah. others say, yeah. hear the words. I want some music to these yeah. words. You know, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. I've got to ask the question, of course, and it's really not an interview. It's more like a, I'm curious that you <laughs> seem to know what you wanted to do from a very early age. I did. Yes. Look, so, uh, you know, what think, what inspired yeah. you at that age? What what encouraged you when, when you were um, you know, quite young? Look, what, when I was a little, <laughs> yeah, when I was a little girl, like I – Yes, when I was about six years old, I can remember mum and dad taking me to all the um, travelling country shows that had come to Tasmania and mm-hmm. they always used to say to me I could blim and make a noise with music before I could even crawl, but that might be a bit exaggerated, I think. But I remember dad teaching me my first song when I was about six But because mm-hmm. um, mum, and, mum and dad were musical. Mum used to play the banjo and dad was on the harmonica and never done anything professionally, they didn't. But, I mean, they used to, we used to sit around quite often in the lounge of a night, you know, when there was no TVs and That's stuff. That's right, and it was yep. just, I remember Just those days. I remember those yeah. days. Yes. Yeah. So I guess I was inspired pretty young. And then um, when I was 10 years old, I got to join a um, country music club that was in 
Launceston in Tasmania and I just started going around to different doing different hall shows with them and that stand me up on the chair and because um, <laughs> I'm because I'm very short I'm only four foot ten my first album was called Four Foot Ten in Country which Graham Howie wrote for me to, as the title album of the of the uh, record but so yeah I guess my biggest break came when Buddy Williams the late Buddy Williams was touring Tasmania back in '73 and uh, I entered to Talent Quest on there and lo and behold Tommy Emmanuel was travelling with the show and um, he he virtually was a judge one of the judges and. I won the talent quest and got to tour with Tommy and Buddy for three months. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Gee, that was great. Yeah. I, yes. I, I went on one of those shows. I used to call it Pot of Gold. And, uh, oh, yes, yes. on Channel 9, Channel 10 or whatever it was. And there was a, I remember what, that, yeah. Yeah, one of the judges was called Bernard King and he was like ruthless oh, sometimes. he was hard. Yeah. He was a hard man. He was a yes, hard yeah. man, yeah, and everybody was scared of him. Yeah. And I, I had a band at the time and I said, come on, let's go on, let's go on. And and they were uh-huh. they were scared to go on. <laughs> oh, so really? No, I, he could be. Yeah, he I could went, be very vicious. Yeah, yeah, I went on by myself, but uh, it was good fun. It was good fun. Yeah, I, that's, I, yeah, it's great. I, I got invited back, so that was even better. Oh, well, that's but, something. That's good. But you yeah. know, uh, so you're saying that from a very early age, your mum and dad encouraged you to be a singer. Look, they did. They did. I don't think they ever thought I would be. I think yeah. they just loved country music so much, and it was just. I suppose it was in my blood. I've got a cousin called Dick Perry, who's not with us anymore, but uh, Dick Perry was, um, yeah, look, if you look up the history of Dick Perry, he was one of the very, very uh, country music legends, one of the yodelers, country yodelers and legends of mm-hmm. of um, in, in Australian country music. Um, so, yeah, there's things of him at the Tamworth Country Music Museum. So people used to say to me, well, we don't, we're not surprised that you sing because your cousin was such a legend, legend and country singer. And, you know, and he, he kind of took me under his wing a couple of times and took me to a different few different shows with him as a child. And I remember them. Yeah, very fond memories of that. But no, I, look, I do think my biggest break was probably doing the tour with the Buddy Williams show in 73. And it just seemed to build from that. You know, I learned the guitar when I was 11 and... Mm-hmm. Just pretty well self-taught, really. But it was, yeah, it's just, it's been a great journey. And I, I always uh, say I'm going to retire one day, but I don't think it'll be anytime soon. But yeah. No, no, no. no. Singers don't retire. And, you know, people, no, people no. who write, people who write don't retire. You know, there is, there no, are, no. there's a couple of other people that I've met in the past that, you know, write songs and all of a sudden yeah. they get up in the middle of the night. I've got this idea. <laughs> You know, yeah, and put yeah. it down, you know, or something says, oh, do that again, do that again. And then, yeah, you know, they pick yeah. up a riff or something like that, you know, and some, yes, some, yeah. something comes to them, you know, like, it's funny, I, I heard the story of, of Neil Diamond when he wrote that song, What a Beautiful Noise. Yes, and, and yes. I, I don't know whether you've heard the story, but I'll give you a very quick version of it. He was in a hall and he was about yeah. to go on stage to play and there was like two, three bands, you know, and he was just one of the the people that, that was going to play. Anyway, yeah. um, he was in the back room, which was a very, very small back room. It was crowded and it was hot and the, the train at yeah. the back and the noise and all that sort of stuff. And everybody was complaining how hot and sweaty it was in the room and they went out in the band and then they, then he he just listened for a while. When everybody left, yeah. he, he was there left, left in the room by himself for a little while and he, he yeah, just right, okay. heard the noise. Yeah. And then he actually... Got it straight away. He got. He went to his a guitar case, and all he had was a small piece of paper, a little bit bigger than a a business card, you know. And he started writing yeah. on the back of it, you know, very quickly. Yeah. He started yeah. writing, "What a beautiful noise!" 
coming up yeah, to my right, room, okay. what a, you know, just waiting yeah, for me to yeah. give it a tune. And those three those three lines or those three, you know, sentences, and then there yeah. was a few other, the clickety-clack of the railway track, and all he did was open up his mind to what was happening around yeah. him. And then uh, people yeah. said, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Neil Diamond, and then, and, and he's still writing away. <laughs> and then, ladies oh, and gentlemen, goodness. Mr. Neil Diamond, and the crowd goes wild. And then, it, then a few, um, half a minute later, Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Neil Diamond, somebody running in and said, Neil, you're supposed to be on stage. So he said, yeah, all right, all right, coming, 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 coming. He put the pen down, put the paper down, closed his guitar case, went out and sang his song. And soon as he's finished right, his, okay. soon as he's finished his uh, show, he went running back into the room, didn't do an encore, nothing, just right into the room, picked up that business card in a piece of paper and started yeah. writing the rest of the song. It just came to him, you know, bang. Just came to him, yeah. And, yep. and that song, when you listen to it, you think, wow, you know, it, yep. it's a beautiful song, beautiful music. And it's it, a great it's song. Just, just an observation of what happened, you know. Yeah. And, and look, I, I, can, I, can, I can relate to him how he wrote that. I mean, like 90% of my songs have been written halfway home from a show, halfway home from somewhere, <laughs> I've had to pull over in the car and find a bit of, whether it be a bit of toilet paper or something that's been sitting in the car or something, yeah. anything at all or tissue just to get the words out of it. I'm going to forget them before I get home if I don't, you know, and I might go 10 kilometres down the road and another line or two will come to me. Yeah. I've got to pull over again. Yeah, so that happens so much and that's, well, you know, yeah. I was, I was going to ask you what inspires you. So, look, we we actually have to take a break now because believe it or not, we've been talking for over yeah. fourteen minutes. <laughs> well, oh really? Oh my goodness! Okay. Yeah, it's been almost fifteen minutes now that we've been talking. So what I'll do, wow. I'll, I'll take a break, and uh, we'll come yep. straight back because I, the thing that I, I want to ask, and I'm sure a lot of my listeners and people who are going to be listening to the podcast want to know, where do you get your inspiration from? You know, what sort of things inspire right. you? Because I'm what we're trying yep. to do. I mean, Happy Business Radio is all about making people happy, you know, at work, at yeah, home and yeah. all that sort of thing. And what is it yeah, that really yeah. makes people happy, you know, because going to work yeah. does never make anybody happy. <laughs> but no, we'll come straight back. True. When you hear the name Bocelli Cafe, you think an Adelaide institution, a family restaurant that's been providing the finest Italian cuisine for almost two decades coffee of the highest quality and staff that treat you like family. Spacious, COVID-safe indoor dining and a fully heated outdoor area. The kitchen is always prepared for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Parking's a dream. Bocelli Cafe Restaurant, 81 to 83 Hutt Street, Adelaide. Call them, 8232 to book. Or follow Bocelli on Facebook and Instagram. Foodland's proudly owned by South Australian families like mine. Our stores are our second home, and just like home, we want you to feel safe and looked after when you visit. Thankfully, our customers have always acted like Mighty South Aussies when shopping with us, which, by the way, supports all the local family-owned brands who produce the essentials you find on our shelves. Great families, great locals, and great food lives here. Foodland, the Mighty South Aussies. Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. Join me each Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. 
We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, destroying victim philosophy, canceling cancel culture, and by discussing as well as listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, beliefs, business, history, world events, and more. Change the world with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Radio Italia Uno. Sito internet www.italiauno.com.au. Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram. Radio Italia Uno. You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for listening every week. And of course, especially thank you for sharing the podcast because every week from two to three here in Adelaide on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM, you can put 86.7 FM Adelaide in your computer and you'll be able to hear the program uh, through your computer or whatever other device you want to use. And um, every Monday evening, Ron from Podcast City, Uh, puts it on podcast and people from around the world can hear it. We, we've done lots of interviews with lots of people from all over the world. And like I said, last week we were doing things from Nigeria. We had Cameroon, Sudan and Penang all at the same time. And it was really hard to try and keep the lines open because we, they kept dropping out. And in some of the countries, of course, you, you just get the wind blowing in the wrong direction and they can't hear. Today we're trying to do the same thing with somebody in Tasmania which is just across the border. But my special guest tonight is really an inspirational person because when I heard about her, I thought, wow, I need to have her on. And what she's done ever since she was a child, she's been singing country music. And Debbie Parry is a country music singer from Tasmania in Australia. And she's recorded over 40 albums. I mean, wow, you know, and she's written a lot of songs and music with it and she's been singing ever since she was 10 years old and I think that's fantastic where a person can find their purpose in life at such an early age because some people are still go to university and they do all the studies and then they have a gap year and never go back to it or they have a gap year and still don't know what they want to do you know so to Debbie thank you for being with us today my pleasure I, yeah my I, pleasure. I, I, I admire the fact that you are lucky Uh, you know, I think you're a lucky person to have known from a very early age what you wanted to do and the fact that you were able to do it because everybody I yeah, know, look, yeah, go on. everybody I know wanted to be a pop star or a film star, <laughs> but never did it, you yeah. know, and they yeah. say, oh, I'd do anything to do that. I say, yeah, but you're not doing anything. Yeah. You're not, you know, yeah. I'd do anything. You're not doing anything. You know, yeah. you, you got to <laughs> do something. You know, mm, yeah, you, you've got to yeah. do something to be somebody. Look, I, when I was touring with Buddy Williams and Tommy Emmanuel said to me on the show, Debbie, you've really got to follow your dream and chase it. Don't give up on it. If it's what you want to do, just follow your dream, you know. And look, who better than Tommy Emmanuel who followed his dream and look where he is today. But, I mean, you know, it's just, yeah, I, I have followed my dream, I guess, and I've just plotted along with it. And, it's yeah, it's brought me a lot of success and I, I guess a lot of my really, really good friends I've made through through my country music career. So, yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, like Tommy Emmanuel is very well known as being one of the great guitarists and singer and, you know, and entertainers. And, you know, the fact that you had somebody like him as a mentor, yeah. you know, I think that you're lucky. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, look, he's a wonderful musician and, and what I love about probably Tommy is it's, it hasn't changed him as a person. He's just the same old Tommy, that, you know, like we're catching up with Tommy in May when he comes to Tassie, but it's just he's just the same old person. He hasn't – it, he's – Amazing. I mean, I've, I've, I think he's probably one of the best in the world as far as guitarists go. And but it was, it was just such a privilege to be able to work on the stage with him, even as a, a child of thirteen years old. You know, yeah. it was just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's great. No. I mean, you, you, that's what I say often to people. You know, who's your mentor? Who's your coach? Who, who have you got that? You know, who have you learnt from? And so yeah. many people, you know, try and do something without a mentor, without a coach. And I'm thinking. You know, we pick our mentors and coaches anyway because what happens is mm. we, we watch a fashion or we watch somebody who's, uh, you know, wearing a shirt a certain way or a buckle a certain way. All of a sudden we want that buckle. We yeah. want that shirt. We want those pair of shoes. We want, you know, yeah. and, and yet we've, yeah. we've picked our mentors without even knowing that we've picked our mentors. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. So no, he he was he was a great mentor in that, back in them days. And, you know, like, yeah, I've had lots of mentors over the years, I guess. But, yeah, like. So, yeah, so but you were asking me earlier about inspirations. Well, I yeah, mean, yeah, that's what I want to know. Like, also, where do you get your inspiration to write the songs? Where do you get your, you know, how how do you come up with the songs? Look, it's I guess it started out by look if if, if something. Like if I lost someone in my life, like okay, just for an instance, I lost my mum four years ago. Look, and I wrote probably six or seven songs about mum. I write. Probably I write better when I'm feeling a bit down and out and sad, or mm-hmm. you know, I I I guess, yeah, you can put a lot of feeling and a lot of meaning into songs. I've I had a, a, a little business on a website going for a while called called Say It in a Song, and people would get me to record a song for a loved one's funeral, or they'd write, or they'd send me a message and say, "Can you write a song for my, you know, my mum's birthday?" And they'd, they'd tell me a little bit about her, and I'd I'd put everything into a song and. Put it on a disc for them, and you know, to make it a bit personal. And that's like those singing there, telegrams. They yeah. have they have something here in Adelaide that we call yeah. singing telegrams, and you give them some information, yeah. and, and they come along and they sing a you know two three minute song about the person yeah. or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do that with people. Who, you know, as I said, they want a special song for a wedding, a funeral, or whatever, mm-hmm. and and they get to keep that disc with that song, you know, and it's it's personal, it's their song, you know. And I've recorded an, an album, uh, one of the particular albums was done with all songs where the the album was actually called Someone Won't Be Coming Home Today and it's it's about loss and grief and oh, wow. or love gone wrong or something, you know, but it's 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 probably sad. It's probably one of my sadder albums, but it was probably one of my biggest sellers because any everyone can relate to losing someone, whether it be to an accident or natural death or, or something, you know, or a broken relationship. There's, well, there's just something there that they can relate to. Yes, that's just it. I mean, yeah. it, it's relatable material and that's what, you yeah. know, I've, I've been trying to do comedy for a while, you know, and they say you've got to get relatable material and I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> you know, it just, it, it, I find it hard to be inspired to write the stuff. Yeah. I, I think a lot of things are funny. You know, I'm I'm always yeah. happy. I mean, I started the laughter clubs. I worked here, and you know, we we've got laughter clubs going all over the world, and and yeah. there are, there are people just getting in parks and gardens and different community centres, and they just laugh for no reason. You know, yeah. yeah, and and that's what you know I'm encouraging people to do all the time. So I'm yeah. I I focus as much as I can on being happy and making other people around me happy. And this is one yeah, of the, that's, that's good. Yeah, this is one of the things that I've, I've always asked people, you know, what inspires you? How do you get your inspiration? You know, so mm. uh, other people, 
in business, other people in life, other people who are interested in writing songs or singing and becoming yeah. a singer, they'll say, wow, if she did it, so can I. That's what she did. That's how I'm going to follow, you yeah. know, that's, yeah. or yeah. he did or whatever, you know. So yeah. that, that's great. And, and, no, it's it's good. And look, you know, like as I think I was telling you earlier, that the um, the Harry brothers, in, you know, that was a, that was great. That was great mentors, great inspiration. But one of the Harry brothers, I mean, anyone who knows the Harry brothers in Victoria, they, but they're identical twins. Yeah, they've been going going for many many years. But John Harry, I remember going back in 1989. We both wrote a duet together, and we'd done it via the phone. He rang me from Melbourne. He'd write one verse, and then yeah. he'd ring me back, and I'd have another. <laughs> <laughs> and and look, that's that song called uh, "Loving You Is Easy." Yeah, they recorded it on their album, and I've recorded it. But I mean, mm-hmm. it ended up being a really good song, and and it's amazing what you you know what you can do. It's just yeah, just so many different things inspire mm-hmm. me. I guess um, you know things that happen in life, and you know it can be Excellent. about losing someone or just you know yeah. It's so. Just, do you yeah. still? Oh, I might you know yeah yeah. Do you still write so, songs for weddings or you know special occasions? It, yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you, you know, I want to give you a bit of publicity as well, but approximately what's the price of something like that? To write a song for yeah. somebody or? Yeah. Yes. To uh, write a song. To write a song for somebody, a special song, and to put it down on a on a CD, yep. and with a with a picture of that person's loved one on the CD or whatever, and and yep. you know every everything done professionally, you're looking at one hundred and fifty dollars. That's dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. So it's probably okay. it's probably cheap. I, I don't yeah. know. Look, yeah. And, no, I'm and, saying and that's fantastic. Okay. So yeah, the so, other thing is, yeah. how do people get in touch with you? Do you have an email address or? Yeah. I have got an e- I've got an email address. I've okay. made a lot of people contact me through my messenger on Facebook, of course, okay. social media. So, all right. Yeah. So you're on Facebook. So on, yes. on Facebook, and they look up Debbie Parry, country Parry. singer. Yep. Yep. Okay. And that'll. That'll definitely find me. Okay. So can you give me your email address then, please? I certainly can. So it's it's Debbie, yep. all lowercase, dot Parry. Yep. 1959. 1959. 59. Yep. At gmail.com. At gmail. Dot com, that's it. Yep. Okay. No problems. I mean, I, I, I actually have your email address, but I wanted you to say it over the air so that people, yeah. you know, can hear it all over yep. the, all over sure. the place. So, if you want a yep. song written for a special person, a song for a special birthday or a special occasion, you can get in touch with Debbie Parry um, in Tasmania, and but she will organise it all for you for, you know, one hundred and fifty under two hundred dollars. That's fantastic. And then you have your own personal song. Look, I've got a couple of things that I want to talk to you about, but let's we gotta take a break. <laughs> okay, take gee, this is so fast. <laughs> okay, oh, let's no. let, let's take a break. We'll come straight back. Are you interested in a Mitsubishi vehicle? Come and see me, Danny, at Northeast Mitsubishi. I think they should ask for me, Morris, when they arrive. But if you ask for me, Danny, I'll greet them when they arrive, make them feel comfortable, and I'll help them choose the perfect car. I'll treat them to the perfect cup of coffee, show them around, and answer all their questions. Look, let's not fight about this. We both work there. We can share the load. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter who you come and see. Danny or Morris. That's me, by the way. We're both a part of the Northeast Mitsubishi family, ready to assist in any way possible. 
Yes, we love our job and we love making our customers happy. So for a new Mitsubishi or a great selection of used vehicles, come and see us at 447 Northeast Road, Hillcrest, or check out our website at www.northeastmitsubishi.com.au. Or call us on 8366-7200 and ask for Danny or Morris. Well, I'd ask for Morris first. Danny, Morris. Yibbity yibbity, that's all folks. Now you're starting to be silly. Moving quickly along with Steinman, AJ. Aaron Bain Racing. Have you ever thought about experiencing the thrill of owning a racehorse, either harness or thoroughbred? Want to experience that winning feeling, the excitement, the emotion, the thrill? Easy rolling, switching to the inside. Double O Heaven holding him for now, though. Double O Heaven drawing clear. Double O Heaven too good. Aaron Bain Racing, based in Gawler, South Australia, with a national footprint can have you join their community of owners in the winner's circle anywhere in Australia tomorrow. Call or message Aaron Bain Racing and you too can experience the thrill. For more details, visit their website www.aaronbainracing.com.au or follow them on Facebook. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for listening every week to Radio Italia Uno or all the time to Radio Italia Uno, of course, here in Adelaide and to listen to my show, uh, Happy Business Radio, every week, every Monday from 2 till 3. And of course, Monday evenings, it's podcasted thanks to Podcast City. And you can hear all the podcasts, go back and listen to them anytime in your time zone, which is really fantastic because when we've been talking to people in other countries, uh, people have had to wake up at all ridiculous hours just so they could be on a podcast with us. And I really thank everybody who has been so generous with their time and waking up in the middle of the night. Last week when we had somebody from the Cameroons, the son is only 14 years old and he's doing wonderful things with computers and programming. And his mother had to get up in the middle of the night to talk to us. So, you know, we, I didn't even ask her to wake him up because uh, he goes to school and all the rest of it. So it's very difficult. But please also support the people who support us. So if you hear an ad or uh, something, um, some product or service, please go along to the shops, go along, use their products, use their service. And if you have a product or service that you want to promote or something about your business that you want to grow your business, now is a perfect time to contact me. We are giving super specials on ads and com you know commercials for your business and your product or service. So if you have a product or service or a business that you want to grow, please get in touch with me and uh, get in touch with somebody at Radio Italia Uno. Uh, talk to Mark or somebody at the office. They're more than happy to help you. And thank you, of course, to all our sponsors. Now, my special guest is Debbie Parry from Tasmania. But just before we go back to that, I'd like to mention that Valentine's Day is coming up 
And on Saturday, the 11th of February, we are doing a special St. Valentine's Day dinner dance at the Mulinata Social and Sports Club or Sports and Social Club. And it's a four-course meal. Drinks are available at the bar, but four-course meal and wonderful music and entertainment from all the people at Radio Italia Uno, and it's only $55. So it's dirt cheap. Come along, get in touch with somebody at Radio Italia Uno and book your tickets and book a table or we'll put you on with other wonderful people. So get in touch with us. Thank you. Now, Debbie, thank you for staying with hey, us. That's okay. It's such a pleasure to have you on, Debbie. It's you know, it's, no, look, it's, it's been great. It's uh, this is like easy listening for us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's great, and and I, I've got no, to say, awesome. you have that sort of voice that comes across. You sort of have that country voice, you know. Like some people, no, okay. you do, you, you sound country. I mean, I know you come from Tasmania, but. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. But anyway, so with with the Howie brothers, you travelled with them yes. and, and you co-wrote songs with them? And co-wrote a couple of songs with John Howie and, yeah. and one with Graham Howie as well, but, yeah, so, one in particular, yeah. Yeah, so what other songs or what other people do you collaborate with? Or do- um, look. I mainly just do my own thing. So, yeah, you know, look, a lot of different people have recorded my songs mm-hmm. uh, in around Australia and now, also, of course, John, Denver, now John this, Denver recorded one of my songs. Yeah, yeah, this is I want to talk about this as well because I, I heard that uh, John Denver, shortly before he died, recorded one of your songs. Yes, yes, and it's just very hard to obtain it. It's it's been played on on radio many years ago. I yep. I look, I'm still getting royalties for it, so it's obviously getting played somewhere. But I just haven't been able to to obtain the album that it was released on. I know it was on a complimentary album, but I know it was called Flying Flying Free. Well, that's what I called it. I don't know if he put a different name to it, but you know, it was a song that I I never ever recorded myself. Yeah, I think after hearing him record it, why would I want to? Because he's <laughs> Put his own little, uh, you know, touch to yeah. it, and I was a very big fan of John. So yeah, but you know, look, I will, I will hunt it down. I will find it one day. It's, it's out mm-hmm. there. But as I said, yeah, I mainly do my own, do my own thing. Not very often I collaborate with anyone else. But as I said, with the Howie Brothers, they really, they boosted my career in, yep. in 1981 by, you know, by producing my first album and getting me out there on in the recording industry and um, I just love the studio. I love going to record yeah. and, you know, uh, it's 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 great. Very fortunate in 2013 to get a phone call from Eric Scott in Tamworth and flew over there and got inducted into the Hands of Fame. So that was a bit of a boost for me and um, well I had to get back to Tamworth. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Uh, yeah. Look, the other, thing, the other thing I want to talk about is, you know, yeah. you, you wrote this song. How did John Denver yeah. find out about you or did you send it to him? Look, I sent it to him. This, it's look. We're going back in the early eighties. There was a thing there where John Denver's manager, I suppose, at the time. I can't fully remember. I, I think it was his manager. There was a thing going where John was after uh, songs. I put a thing out there for Australian artists. If anyone wanted any songs and that, he would be interested in maybe recording a couple. Even though John didn't need to get anyone else's songs, because I mean, my gosh, he was an he amazing songwriter. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, what and the I, most beautiful song. Yeah, what I yeah. want to let the listeners know that you yeah. heard about this competition or this idea that John Denver wanted to get some songs from Australia or ask yeah. ask people to collaborate with. But what is really interesting yeah. when I spoke to you about it, you sent the song over and then yeah. nothing happened. So you thought 
for over seven years before he recorded exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah, it was just nothing. Look, it was just one of those things. I thought, yeah, just another little dream. You know, God, how many people could have sent John Denver some songs? Who, yeah. I don't know. Look, you know. So I look. I was the last. It was the last thing I expected to hear, ever hear back anything at all. So you know. So why it took why it took that long? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you know, after seven years of sending somebody yep. a song and all of a sudden you get a call saying, hey, listen, we're going to record this song. That, yeah. That's like, you know, most people would have given up at that time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's never give up. No, that's exactly right. You don't give up. You know, it's just, um, you know, dreams come through, things happen and, and just, you know, it, it might take longer than than you would have thought, but um, it, it did happen and um, I'm pretty feel pretty privileged that it, that it did. And yeah, uh, as you. I said, I, I, I love John Denver and, yeah, it was it was just, a, yeah, a little um, a, a feather in my bonnet, I guess, to say at the time and it was just great. Well, it's, awesome, a, it's, you know? a, it's a feather in your hat to say that today that John Denver yeah, recorded you know, one of the songs. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that nobody can take that away from you. That's the thing, you know, it's happened. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter yeah. what they say. You know, people say, "Oh, you know, he's bragging or she's bragging, or whatever." And I always say, "Look, yeah. I, I'm not bragging. My runs are on mm, the board. Yeah. My runs are on yeah. the board. You know, they, that's I'm yeah. just stating what's there. That's it. Your runs are on the yeah. board. You know, you've had one of the most famous country singers of the time. You know, there's been a yeah. lot of country singers, but he was one of the most famous. And yeah. You know, around the world, not just in America or the Western countries, but a lot yeah. of other countries have listened and still listen to some of his songs, you know. Yeah. So yeah. to yeah. say that I wrote a song that he recorded, that's like, that's a whole plume in your head. <laughs> you yeah. <know? laughs> yeah. No, it, it was, it, it was good. And, and, you know, look, I, I guess some of the highlights of, of my probably career, that was one of them, of course. You know, touring touring around Australia with the Harry Brothers at, at, on on quite a few occasions and singing at the Opera House. I suppose that was a buzz. I've uh, yep. been invited to sing with Tamworth on Parade back in 1993. Yep. And look, me and my kids, yeah, we've took out we've took out about eighteen awards over over a period of time, and and Excellent. and look, I'm pretty stoked. I'm stoked with that. And I, I know when I leave this world, at least I, my kids are going to carry on, and yep. they're very. They're super talented, proud of them. So it's, yeah, it's it's just been a, a really great, it's been a great career. And uh, as I said, I've got no plans of kind of We're not uh, kicking retire, the bucket yeah. or anything. <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah. And, I, and I hope, you know, yeah. So, yeah, so some, there's many more songs coming to come from Debbie Perry yet, I can assure you. Good on you. Good on you. Look, the thing is that a lot of people run out of ideas and uh, I've been speaking to people who said, I've written a book and, uh, you know, I want to write it and, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. And I, you know, They keep wanting to do it, but they don't start. To do it, yeah. You know, yep. when yep. I, like years ago, somebody said, well, why don't you write a book? I mean, I couldn't even speak English. Honestly, I was yeah. I was twelve before I could speak English, you know, yeah. uh, and yeah. I didn't start yeah. speaking English till I was about twelve, and then you know yeah, right. um, I, yeah. I couldn't read and I couldn't write and I'm very dyslexic, and so for me it was like an impossible dream. But then somebody mm, yeah. said somebody said to me, you know, this was like when I was in my fifties, you know, somebody said to me, oh look, you don't have to write a whole book. He said, just write yeah. a chapter at a time, break it up into yeah. chapters. Yeah. What are you going to write about? Yeah. And just write a couple of pages at a time or start writing. And I thought, yeah, I can do that. I can do yeah. that. And then I did. And then all of a sudden, before I knew it, I had eight, nine different chapters and I thought, okay, which one am I going to put in the book? 
and they were standalone yeah. chapters. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, follow through. It's not a storybook. It's, it's uh, different topics that I used to talk about as a, a professional yeah. speaker. So what I did, I just yeah. put all my speeches into a book. And and then yeah, the right. editor cut them all out and somebody else said, no, you're not going to talk about that. You're not putting this in. You know, so a book that was going to be, you know, quite big and yeah. uh, bulky, it became, you know, just a small little pocketbook really or a bit bigger than yeah. that. And, yeah. and you know, I'm still getting sales from it, you know, and people still ring yeah. me up and say, I've got your book, you know. So it's oh, it's, that's, it's that's great. That's amazing. That's good. Yeah. And yeah. that's, I'm sure right. that people have told you they've heard your songs or heard your albums and then they buy more oh, yeah. albums. yeah. I mean, yes, you've yeah. recorded 40 albums. That's like a huge amount. <laughs> yeah, no, look, as I said, I do love spending time in the, in the studio. And look, yeah, this next album we're doing at the moment, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting, that should be probably released in the next probably three months. And um, But yeah, look, it's, it's okay. great. And uh, We've got to take yeah. another break. We, it's gone yeah. 12 minutes already. My God, we're supposed to be doing 10-minute sessions. Doesn't matter, it's worth it. <laughs> I'll come, we'll come straight back. We'll come straight back to you, Debbie. Hang on a sec. A Elders Insurance Adelaide East, la nostra missione è di fornire un servizio eccezionale. Elders Insurance Adelaide East è un'attività a conduzione familiare italiana basata su onestà, fiducia e oltre 30 anni di esperienza. Come cliente riceverai rispetto reciproco, comprensione verso le tue esigenze e un livello di copertura che non puoi trovare altrove. Elders Insurance Adelaide East, specializzati in assicurazioni di proprietà commerciali commerciale e assicurazioni domestiche. Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 Kensington Road, Rose Park. Contattate Tony Di Bucchianico all'8364-9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, proprietary limited. Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Star bene, ogni mercoledì dalle 10 alle 11, con Patrizia e Rosa Maria. Solo su Radio Italia 1 87.6 FM. O'Brien Electrical Adelaide, your local electrical electrician. Service and responsiveness for locally owned and operated businesses, their priority. 263 Sturt Street in the city, right alongside of Radio Italia Uno. Give them a call and speak with their friendly staff. Their number 1300-051-482. Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. Join me each Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, destroying victim philosophy, canceling cancel culture, and by discussing as well as listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, beliefs, business, history, world events, and more. Change the world with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia 1 sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. 
Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Radio Italia Uno and Happy Business Radio every Monday from 2 till 3. And, of course, on podcast, thanks to Ron and Karen from Podcast City. And, of course, please just keep supporting the people that support us. If you have a product or service or if you hear about a product or service or a business that you can use their products or their services, please go and see them and say, hi, Peter Salona sent me and see what happens. There's the door. Get out. What are you doing in my shop? But anyway, say hello. Tell them that you heard it on Radio Italia Uno and Happy Business Radio and they'll be so pleased. Now, of course, if you have a product or service that you want to promote, now is the time. Let us help you start the year right and let us kickstart your business right through till, you know, next year. And, and of course, today we have been privileged to have one of uh, Tasmania's number one leading uh, country singer and world-renowned right through Australia, Debbie Perry. Debbie, thank you so much for being with us today. I really appreciate pleasure, yeah, really appreciate having you on. And some of the topics you mentioned, of course, some of the things, some of the points are so important to everybody. You know, people think that they're not inspired. People think that they've been meaning yeah. to, you know, waiting for something to happen. Where you said mm. you, you got to make it happen, you know, you're you're driving you along, you're driving along, you get this idea, you pull over the side of the road and you start scratching on a piece of paper. And then, you know, you mentioned how you drive another 10 Ks and then you pull over and write the next <laughs> bit of information. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No, that, that often happens. Or if my daughter's in the car with me and travelling somewhere, I'll pull over and I'll, or I'll keep driving and she'll just write the words out while I'm, I'll say it to her, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you've got to do it while it's in your head because otherwise it just goes, you know. Like, well, yeah. it's funny. One day I was actually at work. I was working quite hard by myself and I was uh, – there and I just started sort of rattling off some words and singing, you know, and I was singing a tune that I'd never heard of, you know, and the words just yeah. just flew. And then I, I repeated them. I kept repeating them and I thought, wow, this is a this would make a good song. And I was saying to myself, this would make yeah. a good song. The words just came. It was like as if I plugged into the universe and the, the words kept coming. And I was yeah. so yeah. Uh, like all day long, from early morning, I kept singing this same song over and over and over and over again. And I changed the tune a little bit, but I also changed the beat. And in my head, and I was singing it, yeah. you know, to myself because yeah, right, I was out okay. there. I was out there by myself, and I thought, when I get home, I'm going to write this down, you know. And it, it just yeah. came so yeah. easy. And you know what? At, by about late afternoon, I thought, hang on a minute, where's that song? I, yeah. I couldn't yep. even remember the first couple of words. And yet right from no. early morning till late afternoon, it just flew. It was just like repeating a song that I'd already heard before. Which you know, I heard before, yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's crazy. Right. I thought that's it from now on. If, even if I get three words in a row, I'm going to write them down, you know. <laughs> write them down. Look, and it's, and it's the same. Look, you know, you say about inspiration. I I remember one night a couple of years ago, as I said, still to, still getting over losing mum, and I think I probably will for the rest of my life, but we yes, never I'm, get over that. But, I mean, no, I was I, in bed and – no, it's hard. And and I was in bed this night. I went to, it was a stormy night. It was raining. It was windy. And I, I was kind of half asleep laying in bed. And, and I could have swore I heard mum calling my name. Yeah. So I kind of, it jolted me awake. And I thought, now, was that a dream? Or, you know, and it was just windy and the, it was the tr- yeah. wind was blowing in the trees. And anyway, I put my lamp on and sat up and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I, I sat up and I wrote a song and, and it kind of, you know, like it, along the lines of, talk to me, please, mama. 
I can feel you near. Heaven is so far away from earth way down here. So it goes along the lines of that kind of where, you know, where mm-hmm. I could hear my name being called in, in the, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, wow. uh, that's probably one of, one of the most requested songs on my shows at the moment, you know, because if someone's lost their mum, they come up and they say, can you sing that song you wrote about your mum, please? Yes. You know, I can really relate to that. And uh, But, yeah, so, but that that's one of the albums. I will send you a copy of that one over. Yeah. It, I, lost my very, mother, very I lost my mother a long time ago and yeah. my, f- my father about 10 years ago. Okay, yeah. But honestly, I miss them all the time. I, you do, I, and you, you know, and, and, and they, yeah. just, they were such a part of my life and I've learned so much from yeah. him, you know, from my dad yeah. and just so much from mum, you know. Yeah. And how she. And look, you don't, you don't get over it. That, that, that tucked in the back of your mind just yeah. it's, all the time, you know. Like, you know, someone might come up to me sometimes and say, oh, you know, it's been a few years now. Oh, your mum had a good inning. She was 96. Maybe so, but it doesn't change, you know. No, it doesn't change the hurt. You know? it, doesn't, it doesn't change yeah, the emotions. Exactly. Yeah. My dad, yeah, exactly, my dad was exactly. 97. You know, unfortunately, yes. mum went uh, at 88 with a sudden yep. sudden heart attack, but uh, dad was yep. 97 and, you know, yeah, his, yeah. but his mind was so active. I, I would go and visit him uh, at home and I'd say, Dad, yeah. and he'd say, oh, I haven't rang Maria for a while or Luigi or Mario oh, or one of his friends. Yeah, and I'd say, yeah. well, what's the number? And I'd give my mobile phone out and I'd just dial the number and he would rattle the yeah. number off. He would remember all his friends' He'd phone remember. numbers. I mean, my God, I wow. can't even remember my wife's phone number. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So it's so, really good. But, you but, know, like the the emotion which people tie to a song usually relates yeah. to some emotion that they've had in their life or something that's like right. that. You know, yeah. that's, that's what I feel anyway. And, yeah. And I yeah. think the reason why you like a song is because it, it talks to you. It, it, it You know, that's what yeah. songs are supposed yeah. to do. But That's uh, exactly right. So yeah, but anyway, look. Well, look, I'm, look, yeah, I'm know, looking just, forward. Yeah. I'm looking forward to getting your CD. I'm looking forward to oh, uh, listening to some of the songs. And of course, if anybody else wants yep. to get hold of them, she's written uh, and recorded over forty albums. That's a lot of songs. And <laughs> it's Debbie Parry, Debbie Parry, country singer. You look it up, you'll find her. And if you can't find her for some reason, let me know, and I will pass it on to you. Okay. And like I say always, if there's a question or something you want to know, give me a call, send me a message, and thank you so much to all the people that share our program, uh, share our podcast, and tell their friends about it. And and that's why this year we're we're going to be, or we are already, in over fifty countries. I mean, it's that's amazing. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Last. It's, yeah. At it's the really end amazing. Of, yeah. End of last year, Ron showed me something. It was on Spotify. How our program. We've got over 1,800 hours of uh, uh, podcasting and we've got uh, 97% of the yeah. uh, business in in a business category. Yeah. We're number one or two, I think it was. Oh, we were number one, weren't we, Ron? At one stage we were number one in our business category. Yeah. You know, so uh, awesome. the only reason why we got that is, is you now that award or whatever. It's because of you and people like yourselves that listen to our program and my special guests. So, you know, I really want yeah. to say, uh, I appreciate you coming on. I know that we had a bit of problems trying to get you on the zoom and, and the, the, the call so we could see yeah. what you look like and that, but 
Um, well, I, I saw what you look like. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you are. I should have brought Ron around as well, <laughs> but never yeah, mind. you should have done. Yeah. I, but look at look at but your listeners out there. I don't know how many country music fans. There's a lot of country music fans uh, out there, and I'm sure they yes. know, know Chad Morgan. Poor old Chad Morgan's nearly 90. Yes. And we've got we've got the pleasure of my daughter and I of doing support act with Chad on his Tasmanian tour, which starts on the. 3rd of February. Okay, that was the next so, thing I was going to mention. You you mentioned yeah. uh, Chad Morgan. Chad Morgan is a country singer, an Australian country singer, and, and I know that he's done stuff in America, I believe, as well. Yes, he certainly uh, is. He's yeah. a funny man. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's been around for a long, long, long time. And how old is he now? 90? He's, he'll be 90 on the 11th of February, so yep. and doing a big show over here that night that he's obviously Fantastic. appearing. Yeah, so yeah. Um so it's gonna be that's gonna be a really enjoyable so you'll uh, be, tour. So yeah. So you'll be you and your daughter or your family uh, band will be tra- travelling with him, Chad Morgan we'll be doing, through we'll Tasmania. Be doing, uh, back up. Part of yeah, part of the support act. So there'll be a couple of other singers as well, of course. Yep. Um a couple of other Tasmanian icons over here that are really great and they'll be doing it with us as well. So it'll be a really good tour and I think yes yeah, Chad brings his son over with him. He'll be singing as well. So, yeah, it'll be great. Excellent. Excellent. Well, look, Debbie, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. And uh, I hope the people around the world and around Australia that hear this, you know, look up and look up Debbie Parry, uh, country singer, and try and listen to some of your songs and maybe get some of the radio stations to play them again. I know that we've got quite a few listeners up in North Queensland and up there, yes, okay. uh, yep. up there, there are a lot of people listening to country music. I've got a couple of drivers that drive uh, up north and I've got people in Kununurra and Northern Territory and Northwestern Australia that listen to yeah. this program and they're all country music uh, fans, you know. Awesome. The other night I got a call from a chap in North Victoria, uh, in Victoria, uh, the Riverland area, yeah. and he works on his tractor and he says all he does all day is listen to our podcasts. And, and, oh, that's all. Awesome, you know, he was saying yeah. that that's all he's got to listen to. So he he, yeah. he drives around and in his truck and and does that. Look, we've got to go. We're way over time. But Debbie, oh, thank look, you, yeah. thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Just yeah, look, my ple- my pleasure. And it's been great to be- yeah. thank you for inviting me on your show. And and thank you to all the people out there that listen. Thank you okay. to everybody listening to this program. And thank you to Ron from Podcast City and Karen who do a great job here. And, of course, you can go back and listen to any other podcast that we've recorded for the last four years or more. Thank you very much. Until next time, arrivederci. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. On Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.